Welcome to Ringing the Bell, brought to you by the ASX and Bell Direct. I'm Tim Sparks from Bell Direct, and with me is Roger Daniels, Senior Product Manager for the ASX. Roger, thank you for popping over. Thanks for having me, Tim. So as of the end of June, ETF assets listed on the ASX were above $121 billion across 275 products as Australian investors embraced the ETF structure to gain access to markets and asset classes that were previously not available on the ASX. Driving Bell Direct clients to use ETFs was convenience and clients can access overseas markets on existing share trading accounts and control is also important. Investors can build simple yet very sophisticated investment portfolios using ETFs. Roger, what have ETF investors been buying over the last 12 months? And if you think about ETF assets now being at 121 billion, where are investors allocating their money? Sure, well, the S&P 500 and the ASX 200 was down 12 and 9% respectively in the last 12 months to June 2022. If you, if you take the last six months from June, from January to June 2022, the S&P 500 and the ASX 200 was down 20% and 13% respectively. Now, although um, the market was down, um, an interesting data point for us to observe is the total amount of fund inflows coming into ETFs on ASX. So the total fund inflows into ETFs on ASX was $23 billion in FY22, up from $20.5 billion in FY21. If we break this down even further, uh, if we look at global equities ETFs and the fund inflows into global equities ETFs, they make up approximately 50% of total market capitalisation on, uh, on ASX. Fund inflows into uh, global equities ETFs is $9.1 billion, slightly down from $9.8 billion. What it goes to show is that investors and continuing to employ the use of ETFs to gain sector-based, thematic and also broad-based global equities exposure. Looking at other key asset classes such as fixed income, we found that $2.9 billion of fund inflows went into ETFs in FY22, slightly down from $3.4 billion in FY21. Um, however, it goes to show that investors are continuing to use ETFs to gain access to fixed income and the annuity-style income that provides to portfolios. Now, what was really interesting is the amount of flows into commodities ETFs in the last financial year, FY22, where we had observed that $2.8 billion of fund inflows had gone into commodities ETFs in FY22, up a staggering four times the amount of fund inflows from the previous financial year, where only $680 million of inflows went into commodities ETFs. Local and global markets fell significantly over the June quarter. ETF assets under management fell about $7 billion in June yet investors tipped about $500 million into ETFs over that time. What are your thoughts on this dynamic? It's, it's definitely an interesting dynamic. Um, although market capitalisation has been marginally up in the 12 months of June 2022 to finish at $121 billion, uh, there, are, there are interesting data points to call out which show potential shifts in investor behaviour and investor sentiment. Uh, and those are um, data points around total fund inflows into ETFs. Um, so if we look at total fund inflows into ETFs, as markets were sold off in the last 12 months and also six months, investors have moved from growth assets and looked to other opportunities across value and potentially even quality. Um, so if you're looking at fund inflows and the top 20 ETFs ranked by fund inflows, uh, the Vanguard Global Value Active ETF, VVLU, had taken in fund inflows of $370 million in the last financial year, up from $150 million in the previous financial year. Turning to quality, if you look at the VanEck MSCI International Quality ETF, QUAL, they're taking in $864 million in fund inflows in FY22, up from $641 million in FY21. 
Now, commodities, um, commodities has been very popular, as we know. Investors have looked to, to manage risk and, and hedge their portfolios and look for that negative correlation between equities and, and commodities. So the ETFs, physical gold ETF, had taken in a staggering 2.7 billion inflows in FY22, up from 478 million in the prior financial year. Now, turning to fund outflows, what we've seen is that um, cash ETFs have been least popular when it comes to um, gathering of assets. Uh, and the BetaShares Australian High Interest Cash ETF AAA had experienced fund outflows of 312 million in FY22. Now, if we turn to another data point um, and look at trends in traded value, we found that investors had continued to embrace ETFs for those core building blocks, uh, core building blocks to access broad-based exposures um, across the ASX 200 or even the ASX 300 uh, with A200, IOZ, and even uh, Vanguard's VAS product. But what we have seen is that investors have really used those short-term trading tools to, to manage risk and also trade a particular view or direction of the market. Um, so, interestingly, the BetaShares Australian Strong Bear ETF, BBOZ, had uh, traded 4.9 billion in the last 12 months. What are the most common thematic ETFs that investors are trading right now? And what are some of the new trends in ETF products that the ASX is seeing coming to market? It's, it's an interesting one. So uh, with, with thematic investing, um, ASX provides, uh, or has a number of uh, ETFs which provide thematic exposure to a range of different sectors. But what we've seen in the last quarter, April to June, um, when you're looking at traded value, the thematic ETFs providing technology exposure have been very popular amongst investors. And that's interesting because technology has been heavily sold, sold off and beaten down in recent times. Um, but we've seen that investors are looking to dollar cost average and add additional tech exposure to their portfolios. So if, you, if you're looking at traded value, uh, ETFs FANG, um, ETFs Morningstar Tech ETF, and the BetaShares Alltech um, ETF ATEC trade an average of 72, 72 million in the last three months to June. In terms of some of the new ETFs coming to market, uh, we have the BetaShares Global Uranium ETF, uh, which recently came online, providing investors with exposure to companies uh, involved in the mining and exploration of uranium. Um, the BetaShares Solar ETF, TAN, has recently come online, providing investors with exposure to um, the solar generation industry. And turning to the fixed income space, um, ETF Securities have recently launched um, a US Treasury bond ETF and also a US high yield bond ETF. What are some of the criteria that the, the ASX takes into consideration when admitting a new ETF to the ASX? Absolutely. So there are, there's a range of key criteria and consideration ASX takes into account when admitting a new ETF, which focuses on new asset type or asset class. But I've touched on three key criteria that ASX does take into account. So uh, the first one is the suitability of underlying instruments. Second uh, key criteria is market making and liquidity support in an ETF. And finally, the product labelling or the, or the naming considerations around that ETF. So taking that first point around suitability of under, underlying instruments, what ASX is looking at is um, liquid assets that can be uh, put under that ETF wrapper. Um, liquid assets which are daily priced, um, allowing investors the ability to redeem on a daily basis that conforms to the T plus two settlement um, framework uh, on ASX. So that's really important. Secondly, uh, when we look at market making and liquidity support, we're looking at the ability for ETF product issuers to point market makers and authorised participants to ensure that investors have the best ability of buying and selling the ETF at a price which closely reflects its net asset value. And thirdly, uh, product naming considerations. What we're talking about there is we, we want to make sure that the ETF name 
uh, or the ETF investment strategy aligns with its ETF name. So if an investor were to log on to the, uh, their Bell Direct account and they were to bring up the ETF on the order pad, we want to ensure that the investment strategy aligns with that name that appears on, the, on that particular order pad. Roger, thank you for giving our clients your insights. Seems as though there's an ETF for every investor. We really appreciate you taking the time and coming to talk to us. Thanks very much for having me, Tim. Great to be here. For more information and to access our ETF selection tool, simply log in to belldirect.com.au and go to Quotes and News, then Exchange Traded Funds.